Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hello everyone, and I just wanted to give a quick rundown on the Anchor app and how I got my start with the Uptempo podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What is up, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Man, what a weekend in sports. Um, the Rams coming out on top over the Cincinnati Bengals to win Super Bowl 56. Uh, an incredible game. Matthew Stafford finally uh, getting out of Detroit, moving out to L.A. and getting him a ring. Odell Beckham going down with the knee injury. Cooper Cup on that final drive. I think he had like four receptions for like 39 yards, uh, seven rushing yards, and, and that TD grab to ultimately win it. Uh, Aaron Donald's play in the second half right there. We're going to uh, get on here tomorrow. Hopefully we can get D-Lane and, and DG and Tony on here and, and we can talk a little bit about that game and, 
and uh, the hell of a hell of a halftime show that they had. Thought it was the best one in years. Uh, just a great Super Bowl Sunday. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed it. But we will get that. We will get to that tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get those guys on here. Um, we want to get on here and talk a little bit tonight about the Brian Harson situation and and recap all that crazy drama that that went on with Auburn's program and and I want to give my thoughts on it uh, and everything that Coach Harson went through over the past week uh, and and we're going to talk about the basketball team getting on getting back on track uh, Saturday with a big win. Over uh, Texas A&M, seventy-five to fifty-eight. Auburn moves to twenty-three and two. Uh, I, be- I believe it's eleven and one in the SEC, if I'm not mistaken. So we're going to start there tonight, and I, I want to give big props to Zepp Jasper coming back from the illness, first game back. Uh, Zepp does things that don't show up in the stat sheet. I've been saying it. Been telling you guys this whole season, Auburn is a completely different team with Zepp Jasper on the on the floor. Uh, he didn't play at Arkansas. You saw all the turnovers that Auburn had at Arkansas. The defense just it was lacking. They were missing Zepp. I mean, you just you watched him Saturday. I, I watched him miss a three against A and M, and. As soon as he missed it, I mean, he just busts back, picks the guy up at half court, stops the ball. Just incredible stuff that that doesn't go down in the stat sheet. But slowing A&M down out of transition and making them run their half court offense with the terrible shooting day that they had, uh, they were struggling to find offense. And, and, you know, Auburn's just really, really freaking good defensively. Uh, but but huge huge shout out to to Zepp Jasper. Like I said, turnovers cut way down. I think Auburn only had eleven turnovers compared to Arkansas the other night, where they had what 20, 22, something like that. Um, so big big MVP performance from Zepp Jasper, uh, one of the most valuable players on Auburn's team. Obviously Walker Kessler in the game that he had. Another triple-double for him. Uh, the only person in history with more triple-doubles than Walker Kessler in the SEC is Shaquille O'Neal. Crazy little stat there. Walker was 5-7 from the field. He had 11 rebounds, uh, 12 points, and just absolutely incredible meeting people at the rim and blocking shots. He is the best rim protector in college basketball. It's not even close. He is – climbing up draft boards and earning first-round money, lottery pick money, and could possibly lead Auburn to a, a damn NCAA tournament championship, uh, national national championship game. Uh, absolutely incredible performance. Got it going offensively in the second half. Uh, the little drop step in the paint, turnaround. Kessler just a freak around the rim. Just nasty stuff from him in the second half on the on the offensive side, um, and then you know Jabari, quiet quiet game, uh, three of ten from the field, had eight rebounds, uh, with nine points, one of four from three. We're going to talk a little bit about Auburn's three point shooting, how it has to get better. Allen Flanagan, 
Alan Flanagan finally shows up. Um, really, really solid game from Flanagan. Five of 11 from the field, had 16 points. One of six from, from three. Like I said, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Uh, KD Johnson, four of 11 from the field. Uh, 11 points, I believe, and 0 for 5 from 3. Uh, man, Auburn, poor poor shooting night or, or shooting morning, I should say. Um, got to gotta, gotta get better. Hey, if they shoot the ball, what did Auburn shoot from 3? They shot uh, 3 of 25 from 3-point range. That's like 12%. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's got to get better. If they shoot 20%, they beat A&M instead of 17, they beat them by 30. I mean, got to gotta shoot the ball better from three land. Um, once again, Cardwell coming in. Uh, Kessler getting getting uh, two little fouls on him and, and Cardwell coming in and, and playing really well off the bench. Had some big block shots. Had some big monstrous dunks. Got the crowd going. Nine points off the bench. Devin Cambridge once again uh, getting a couple getting a couple boards off the bench. Um, some some monster dunks. Had the tomahawk jam down the lane that just blew the roof off the building. And uh, had ten points and zero for four from three. So. You know, I mean, if you if you have a concern about Saturday, it's obviously the shooting. But I mean, that's not going to last. I mean, Auburn they won by seventeen, and really and truly, I mean, A and M went on a little run towards the end of the game. I mean, this game was never close. It was a blowout from the start. Auburn shooting woes aren't going to last. They play too great. Uh, too too. Too good on the defensive end, um, and and I just don't see the shooting woes. Um, I don't see them lasting. So, I, you know, I think Auburn's going to heat up. Um, and and I, I'll be honest with you, shot selection was way better than what it was in Arkansas uh, Tuesday night. I was I was really pleased uh, with the with the shot selection, um, and and once again. That that's Zeb Jasper taking care of the basketball and uh, just getting back in the starting lineup. So, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it. It was a solid win for Auburn. Way to bounce back. Uh, Purdue they lose to Michigan. Uh, UCLA lost. Uh, Baylor goes down. So, I mean, really and truly, Auburn. I mean, in my opinion, Auburn should keep the number one spot. But I know they're going to bump Gonzaga to number one. They love Gonzaga for whatever reason. I mean, they were playing Bryant High School the other night and won by 40. I mean, some of these teams in Mobile could could keep up with the teams that they play out there. I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. It is like – it's bad. I, I I tried to watch the BYU game the other night. I mean, come on, man, come on. But they're gonna put Gonzaga number one, and it is what it is. But I don't see Auburn falling uh, past the two spot. So and and you know they're gonna be the the number two overall seed in in Lenardi's bracketology. So it is what it is. You know, uh, tough road loss at Arkansas Tuesday. And uh, 
and you know that's the nature of it. So hell of a win, way to get back on track. Um, and they had a special guest in the in the student section Saturday, uh, Coach Brian Harson. Coach Brian Harson showed up, uh, had a sign that, that said "I'm still your coach." Uh, absolutely loved it, and uh, you know everything that he went through, man. I was listening to Fine Bomb the other day, and and you know Booger McFarland's comments. I, I look, I don't understand it. I don't understand it saying that he's got to learn how to talk to certain players, black players, uh, whatever. Uh, look, get all the bullshit out the out the window. All right, I don't want to hear all that. Okay, I don't want to hear how people from up north can't get along with people from down south and us people down south treat people differently and the southern hospitality and all that. No, look, the man is trying to change a culture. Okay, he is trying to take a place that like, hey, Chandler Wooten said it best on Twitter. He said it best. I don't know how many people saw the tweet, but he said, hey, we need a football coach, not a best friend. We had a best friend. All right. That, that's the line right there, people. That's the line. All right. He's trying to be a football coach. He's not only trying to show you things on the football field. He is trying to show you things in life later down the road to lead you to be a better man. All right. Lead you to be a better man later down the road in life. That is what he's trying to implement in this program. And if you don't get it, I don't know what to tell you. Because I see a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, he's too mean. The stuff that he says to these kids, get over yourself. All right? Look at Nick Saban. You think he's too mean? No, he hollers at his players. And guess what they do? You don't see Alabama out there uh, celebrating after they make a tackle and getting up and and showboating. No, they make the tackle, they get their ass up, and they get back to the huddle, and, and they get ready to do their job again. All right, because it's a standard. Okay, that's what Harson's trying to implement. But you you got some of these kids who were used to the Gus era with the best friend. All right, I don't I don't really like saying soft. I've said it before, but looking back on it, I don't like saying soft. All right, these kids are football players. They're not soft, but it's two different styles. Okay, Gus was a Gus was more of a player's coach. He was more of a friend. Okay, it didn't work. Harson's trying to get his his guy in there. All right, he's trying to get his football player in there. All right, that wants to work hard. Derek Hall coming back. Nick Brahms coming back. They come back for a reason, people. They saw the writing on the wall with Harson. They said, hey, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the future. We don't need to fire him. They come out publicly on Twitter. We don't need to fire him. He is our coach. He is leading us to be better men. I also um, heard, a, heard a caller on Feinbaum and then, you know, talking about recruiting and Harson can't recruit and the assistant coaches leaving and, and look, the recruiting stuff. He struck out 
on on National Signing Day in February. Okay, we get it. All right, I said if he goes zero for three on the farmer, the pyburn, and the and the um, citizen, I, I knew people were going to pick it back up and they were going to run with it that he can't recruit. Okay, guys, patience. Okay, patience. Stop with the he can't recruit. All right, stop with that. I'm tired of hearing about it. That's I say. You get on a message board or you get on Facebook under Main Easy's post, and that's the first thing you see is he can't recruit. He can't recruit. I thought he did a great job. I thought he did a great job th- this year. D- did we win every battle that w- that we we wanted to? No, we didn't. But what we were fortieth in recruiting, and he got us up to 13th. We slid back to, what, 18th or something like that. I'm not sure all the certain numbers, but it was something along those lines. All right, I get it. It's like ninth. It's like eighth or ninth in the SEC or whatever. But, damn, you're 18th in the country and eighth in the SEC in recruiting. I mean, hell, give the guy a break, man. Let him do his job, all right? He had a lot of turnover. Why are we mad about – Derek Mason leaving. I heard a caller call in and say uh, that Derek Mason leaving and Harson's not the guy. He took a $400,000 pay cut. Who cares? He wasn't doing his job. Who cares? Did you watch the Mississippi State game? Do you all do you want that defense cuz I don't. I don't. I I, I did not like Derek. I thought he should have lost his job. I thought he should have lost his job anyway, so I'm not mad about him leaving. I couldn't care less. Get out. Go. See you. Not for me. Mike Bobo, y'all are mad about Mike Bobo leaving? Not me. Sorry. Hate it for you. You mad because his son Drew Bobo decommitted and went to Georgia? Not me. Sorry. Not mad about it. Is what it is. We'll replace you. So I'm I'm just tired of hearing, in my opinion, is the bullshit. I'm tired of hearing the bullshit, the negativity, the boosters that attacked Harson, that come out with the affair rumors, and that's what pisses me off the most, people. That is honestly what has fired me up more than anything, is we put his three children and his wife through hell. All right? And then Feinbaum wants to come out and say, oh, well, we didn't need to hear how Brian Harson." come out and said um, my personal, the attacks on my personal life and everything. What He just got accused of having an affair on his wife. Of course he's going to come out and say that. I'm here to defend Coach Harson. Of course he's going to come out and say it. Why wouldn't you? Any man would. Any man would. You've tried to ruin his life. Not not as a football coach, but his his life, his marriage, with his children. They were having to get on Instagram and defend their father. His wife was having to get on Instagram and defend her husband. It's embarrassing, Auburn. It's embarrassing. You got Jimmy Raines and the board of trustees up here trying to fire this man. For what? I hear all these people, oh, the season fell apart. Our starting quarterback broke his ankle, for Christ's sakes. What, You guys, 
I told you on recaps on this podcast, when the bowl game, don't be mad losing to Houston. I told you all the people who were sitting out, and you didn't have Bo Nix in the bowl game. And and people go into the draft like McCrary. And, I mean, and, and then we lose to Houston. I told you it was going to happen. And you, oh, man, the season fell apart. The season fell apart. I, look, <laughs> the dude was a healthy quarterback away from going nine and three. Eight and four, nine and three. He was a healthy quarterback. I mean, Auburn fans, the board of trustees and Auburn fans have my blood pressure sky high right now. Sky high. What we have put this man through, I look, let me tell you something. I'm with D Lane on it. If I was him, I would run out the tunnel the first game and I would drop my shit and I would make Antonio Brown look like a saint. Honestly, if I was Brian Harson, that's what I would do. But he's a better man than I am. I can tell you that. Because everything we've put him through as Auburn fans and the board of trustees – Absolutely ridiculous. It looked like a freaking soap opera. It looked like the young and the restless or as the world turns. I, I think I put on Twitter as the world turns. It looked like a soap opera. I, I, Clint Lamb over at Bama, uh, on three. Uh, I, I commented on his Twitter and said, hey, is this soap opera on CBS or ABC? Because it's absolutely ridiculous. Stupid. I'm tired of hearing about recruiting. I'm tired of hearing about the transfer portal. I told you to calm down about the transfer portal. It will open back up when spring ball is over with. Okay? Calm down. You're you're acting like the world's ending. And it's stupid. It's so stupid. I, I don't think Alabama got Jamison Williams until like June of last year or something, May or June or something like that. Calm down. Calm down. It's ridiculous, man. And then, you know, these reporters showing up to the coaches meeting in Birmingham the other day, following Harson around, you know, trying to get a story. And, you know, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was the route of the year. Harson taking him out into the middle of the road, going around the SUV and back to his SUV. I absolutely loved it. I put on Facebook, I said, that's the that's a hell of a route, Brian. Drag them, drag them through the mud, man. Play with their minds. Don't open your mouth and play with their minds and drag them everywhere. Absolutely ridiculous what they did to that man. Embarrassing. You absolutely embarrassed. Your, your university. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Claims come out that he was racist and too mean. Player abuse. Man, get the hell out of here. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. This man uprooted his family from freaking Boise, Idaho and come to Auburn, Alabama to change a program, and you don't even want to give him 14 freaking months. Absolutely pathetic. Like I said, I would make Antonio Brown look like a saint. If I was Brian Harson, I'd run out the tunnel first freaking game next year, and I would drop all my shit, and I would leave. And I would go back to Boise, Idaho, 
and be with my family. His dad calling into Fine Bomb the other day, having to defend his son on the radio. And he said, hey, sometimes Brian doesn't have to recruit the five stars. All right? He wants to recruit players that will buy in. Look, I get it. Bama and Georgia, they're loading up on the five stars that buy in. I get that. I get it. But his dad was talking about character. His dad was talking about kids who carry themselves the right way, who want to work, who want to want to get in the weight room and bust their ass, not be a clown, not be a showboat, not think shit's going to be handed to them. That's what he was talking about. But as an Auburn fan, I'm I'm absolutely embarrassed. Um, I was pulling for Coach Harson, and and you know, hey, they come out Friday. They made a decision and said that they were going to retain him, and and he was going to get another year. And then Zach Etheridge stays. You know, your best recruiter, DB coach. They, there was murmuring uh, he was going to Georgia. And to to hook back up with Will Muschamp, and he decides to stay. Thought that was really big. Now let's go hire an offensive coordinator, and let's get to work, and let's let's get to let's get to the spring game, man. Get to spring practice. Get this quarterback situation resolved. So see where we're at. You guys are panicking, man. Auburn's got freaking talent. They have talent on the roster. Stop panicking. I'm telling you, stop. First thing that's noted on Twitter I saw, they got they got Auburn uh, picked to finish seventh in the West. Noted, noted. All right, saw players retweeting, noted. Some poll, way too early poll come out, noted. All right. Auburn's got dudes, man. They had dudes transfer in on the defensive side of the ball. Still got some question marks. But, hey, the season just ended, man. We're going to be fine. Auburn's going to be fine. Give the man a chance. Let him do his job. He's a football coach, not a best friend. That is my thoughts on Coach Harson, and I'm super proud of him. And I send sincere apologies to his family, his two daughters, his son, his wife, his mother, his father, because it was absolutely ridiculous what Auburn University put their dad, their husband, and their son through. Absolutely ridiculous. A pure freaking joke. So, I'm glad Coach Harson's going to be our uh, head football coach next year, and I can't wait for some Auburn football. I'm pumped for the 8A game and, uh, and see how it goes, man. So, hey. I appreciate you guys joining me tonight. Like I said, tomorrow night we're going to hop on here and try to do a little Super Bowl recap, talk about Stafford and the Rams and Sean McVay and the job that he's done out in L.A. And uh, if you could, go to Spotify, leave a review, go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, whichever one you listen to. I really enjoyed you guys joining me. And, uh, hey, until the next one, I'll catch you guys. I'm out. Peace.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.